All right, guys, welcome to another episode of The Lone Star Plate. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. The Lone Star Plate is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to our website, texasrealfood.com, and you can search your city for local restaurants, stores, butchers, farmers, markets, and more who are using organic, fresh, artisanal, and local sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. Like I did that? Anyway, all right. My you, guest today. You, you, you got an arti- artisanal in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did that I didn't, nice, hear, right? sus- I didn't hear sustainable. Uh, uh, that was good. Yeah. Oh, sustainable. Another good uh, yeah. in the uh, halo, health halo. Anyway. <laughs> Locally sourced. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, my guest today, you're hearing his voice. Uh, he is a good friend of mine over 10 years. Really, he's like family. Okay. Music producer and musician. He's also the ex-president of the Texas chapter for the Recording Academy. You stop me if I said that wrong. Trustee, what, I was trustee after that. Trustee yeah. after that. What you might know is the Grammys. Yes, those Grammys. Uh, he has toured with the likes of ZZ Top and played with and or recorded with so many from the mu- music industry. Really, it's just almost too many names to drop. So, with over 30 years that's in the true. industry or more. <laughs> that's, not, that's not at all true. He's like, no, we could do that. We, we no, could no, spend no. time doing no, that. No, I mean, it's not that. It's not that many names. Uh, so, with many more uh, years to come. So, let me welcome my very special guest, Eric Jarvis. Thank you, sir. Boom. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to have you here at Permanent Records Studios in Austin, Texas. We're excited. We got Trevor on sound, uh, uh, our silent Bob of sorts running back there. Um, so... Uh, let's talk about what food's coming, Jarf. Okay, so this is the food. We already have it here. Um, it actually got delivered a little early, so we already have the food here. It's called Picnic. Okay, P-I-C, fuck, I, I messed that up. P-I-C-N-I-K, right. something like that. I could get that wrong. I, I'm not sure, but it's three tacos. Okay, I got us breakfast tacos. We always love to eat breakfast tacos when we hang out, right? Oh, yeah. We love tacos. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Go That's ahead, grab it. No, I'm just checking to see what the... So, it's like the meat trio... Um, it's got some pico de gallo there on the side. Um, it's got eggs, raw cheddar. Um, it's like a, like a chorizo. They've got like a. a so this is this is the meat lovers on the receipt. Yeah. And and, and what's on there again? Uh, that you know of. What's in there? I, I'm not sure of all the meats, but we're about to find out. Okay. We're gonna we're just gonna get. Let's see if what our palates are like. What we do know is it's artis- right? It's artisanal. What we do know is it's artisanal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we hope so. That's what their website says. My buddy Clay has so. uh, some of the greatest shtick. Ever. He's like, uh, my new concept for a restaurant for food is farm to toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it just cuts out, cuts out every possible yeah. middle that's step. That's pretty much uh, how it goes, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's uh, <laughs> farm to toilet. Farm to toilet. Yeah. And then back to farm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. It's like this just circle of recycling. Right. Uh, so, yeah, we got three tacos. Uh, well, we each got a taco here. So we're, we're just going to try this taco. Let's open it up. Drunk. Okay. Let's see here. here. Yeah, you know, boom. I know Jarv drinking a Lone Star beer. Perfect. Let's see Thank if they're you. listening. Let's get Thank sponsored you. by Thank them, right? That'd be Star. great. The Lone Star Plate. Let's get a Lone Star beer. Hello, guys, if you're listening. So, yeah, it's a meat trio. Look, these were $10 each, these tacos. I'm sorry. Normally, I don't talk about price, but good God, Picnic. This is no, we're not sponsored by Picnic. They have no idea. I ordered these tacos. I have no connection to the Picnic. I, you know... No concern whatsoever. So we're about to see if these tacos are worth it. What, so I'm going to try um, this sauce. What's this sauce? You know, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. This is like a... But, you know, so they better be good. Okay, we got a hot sauce here that's actually kind of hot, so that's good. Smells good. That's probably what I'm going to try right. first. Then I'll cool it off with the pico. Okay, yeah. That's good sauce. It's hot. Oh, man. 
That's got some kick. Oh, yeah. some kind of habanero. <laughs> I'm going to change my mind right now. Change my mind right now back to the regular pico. Oh, they just straight up. Here, go for it. You know. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know about this, guys. I know. It's kind of a weird taco I experience I spent $30 already. on that. That cost right. $30. I used to charge $7 for this at Boca. Probably it was like two fifty a taco. So this is going to be. People like... used to complain about that. Thirty dollars. These are ten dollars each. Jarf, would you pay ten dollars for this? I'm sorry, but this episode has gone haywire because I am upset about this. I'm sorry, but this is ripping people off. I don't care how organic this shit is. Where the, the are you kidding me? Did they like get these grains from the outer edges of the galaxy? Like, right. is that organic? I mean, the eggs are good. And the bag, it's good. I'm not going to lie. It tastes good. Hmm. Well, but is it worth $10 for that taco? Have you paid $10? That's not even for a mahi, like a, a great uh, fish taco, right? Like, right. I mean, I don't even, um, well, I told you I don't like burritos, so I don't buy like big. Yeah. I thought they may be burritos given the price. I thought, okay, maybe they're going to give us like a burrito style. I mean, there's a lot of food here. You can give them and that. You know what kind of tortilla it is? It's like a, it's an almond flour right. tortilla. You, you can tell. So you can tell it's falling apart. It's like phyllo, mm-hmm. almost real thin, like a crepe, right? It's almost got this like mm-hmm. crepe sort of thing. Hmm. Slightly papery, yeah. I mean, it's good. Yeah. It tastes good, right? But it does not taste $10 good. Sorry. Well, but check them out. People love them. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my can of Lone Star... I would probably pay. Look, I got a twenty-four pack. At a sporting event, you'd pay, you know, seven dollars. Yeah. For this, nine dollars, maybe ten. We're not even at a sporting event. This is just normal. Go, the delivery. Even I mean, I was gonna get us two tacos each, but it was like, are you kidding me? I was gonna have to get a cosigner. <laughs> they, um, well, full disclosure. On the way up here from Houston, I had half of an Antone's pull boy. And if you're from Houston, oh wow, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, you better learn something. <laughs> you better learn something. Yeah, no, they, uh, it's one of those things. Like people from elsewhere probably wouldn't get it, but if you don't grew understand. up with it there, so it's not really even a. They're not really po' boys, and they're not really straight up deli sandwiches. It's like you know French bread, just a soft, really soft French bread, and like there's their uh, regular and their super, which is like salami and you know kind of proper deli meat combo thing with, uh, as they call it, chow chow, a green or a red, like pickle relish kind yeah. of thing. And, um, but if you grow up there and you eat those, it's like a, it's like trying to talk to an In-N-Out burger, California person about Whataburger, you know? Yeah. It's like, you just don't know. It's kind of in between fast food and some other kind of special burger place. That, well, that's, those are some of the best places. They're regional. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's when they try to leave their region and spread out, sometimes those concepts don't take yeah, like the, I mean, all <clears throat> all national concepts started out regionally. Yeah, know? like the food they do is yeah. kind of germane to the culture yeah. where they are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, doesn't, doesn't yeah, this well. taco is good. So, I'm I'm not super hungry, but just one thing, which is, <clears throat> I, didn't, I don't think, I, I knew I was doing the podcast. So I didn't know if we were going to eat, if it was part of this. No problem. They, they barely gave us shit over here, so. Typically, when we do podcasts, it's the morning after we like the ones we've been on before have been the morning after a show we did or something. Usually, 
Johnny's Johnny Gowdy. Special shout out to my my boy Johnny Gowdy. He's been he was on my uh, on the pad down before. Anyway, cool. This tortilla is like it's kind of mushy. Like it's not it's just not very good. Yeah, I'm just not into this. Like the eggs taste good. Yeah, with the meat it tastes, but it tastes. I guess even if they're organic, free range. I'm not you know, a, a a a taco czar or anything like that, but. Um, you don't have to be. You know right. this hit the wallet just visually. But, uh, but I am a native Houston. Native Houston. It's like tacos are, like Mexican food to me is not really Tex-Mex food is not really ethnic food to me. You know, or in international food, it's it's local. You grow up just like the other stuff I was talking about. Let's give Trevor a bite here. You grow up with it. That here, I'll, here, get this. Let me get my food trash out of your way, Trevor. Let's get Trevor's got his taco over here. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, I mean, but they have great tacos in in. You can Houston. hear the audience right now, right? Getting ready to clap, ladies and gentlemen. Handing tacos to my nephew, <laughs> <laughs> who was already doing the show. I didn't even know until we boom. It was a surprise. Here. Yeah, you know, there was going to be like a camera behind the curtain to capture the moment. You yeah, know that was I mean? great. There was right. one year with the Grammys. We had the every year. There's that party at South by, and uh, that one year, like the stars aligned and. Travis was in from Hawaii, mother, his brother, mother. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I wasn't playing, but I was speaking at this event down the street. And Trevor couldn't come to that event because he was playing right down the street. And then his brother was in from Hawaii. So for one rare moment in probably 15, 20 years, you two guys, you know, we were able to sit, have a beer, watch your band, and then part, watch part of another band. It was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and we did not eat tacos, but we can we can talk more about tacos. In fact, I would like to. My point is yeah, tell me. about tacos. Tell me. <laughs> um, it's all in my new screenplay regarding tacos. <laughs> um, they so I think for anybody from Houston or maybe even most of South to even North Texas, I guess, yeah. like at least on the West Side, and probably no, I think probably all of Texas. I think Tex-Mex is not. International food is local food. Yeah, absolutely. Well, honestly, when you start to get to certain places, Tex-Mex becomes Mexican. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you are from Texas and you go to wherever and you eat their food, like, yeah, this is our Mexican food. You're like, this is Tex-Mex. Right. This is not Mexican. So it kind of goes, you know, when I lived in Spain, all the places they had that were Mexican, they were really Tex-Mex places. It was two places that I saw in all of Spain. So, you know, and they were horrible and. <laughs> they were you know, yeah, yeah, they just don't do, you know, I don't know, it just doesn't translate well. They have like a uh, over there. <coughs> There's something about for whatever reason they don't do tacos over there, right? You know, it's hard to get tacos in Europe. Right. They have heroes, kebabs. That's their right. tacos, and right. they're everywhere. Right. But tacos are. It sort of took the you know, some, which I think we got it from there. Unleavened bread. That's, that's where right. tacos came from originally. Right. Came from. From that, al oh, wait, pastor uh, is Arabic. Oh, it all, it's all kebabs, and it all. You're going tacos origins edition right now. Yes, telling, yes. Yeah, I'm giving, I'm giving you. I'm laying down the pipe. Did we talk about for you guys? Mallorca? I think is is what it is. Um, I had the bread at a place of the same name in Old San Juan. Yeah, and it was like, <clears throat> by contrast, it was like a dollar twenty totally a, for a breakfast Mallorca. You know. And it's just like this amazing kind of half savory, half sweet bread, and then kind of your choice of meat and cheese in the middle. So, 
kind of treated like an omelet or a crepe thing where you can kind of pick your thing. Yeah, you pick Because your the totally. bread, the delivery system is the thing. Of course. And I don't know if it's from. I couldn't get delivery the. Delivery system. Oh. I, didn't know if it, <laughs> I didn't know if it was from. Um, <laughs> no, oh, so I'll sidetrack it. Remind me to come back to Mallorca. <laughs> but Bobby, my the guy that I did that banjo record with, um, he, every day we'd record and the table was unlike this one. It was kind of to our side, this long table yeah. with all this stuff. So we worked on this record for months, you know, like just kind of doing layer by layer at a time, having fun with it. And But every day I'd come to the studio because <clears throat> I was the engineer producer. And I'd come up and there'd be like eight water bottles, you know, Ozarka plastic water yeah, bottles yeah. from the previous day. And then like another 10 still sitting there. And while we were recording one day, I noticed he was just kind of sipping off of whatever one was there out of the 15 or whatever, 20 that are sitting there. <sighs> and I was like... Man, th- th- those waters over there are from like last week. It's like, oh, it's okay. And I was like, I, I wouldn't, you know, I drink that. I don't sound like a germaphobe, but like, yeah, water. You've opened it up and put it in your mouth, and it's been sitting there for a week with the cap maybe on. Yeah, um, I would have drank it. So probably. you do you. That's your thing. Yeah, but yeah I, I would have drank. I, there's a you know, drink one of your fresh ones. And so, <clears throat> I wouldn't like trying to be the no, the, no, the, the totally. green the green czar. But I was like, or you just you got a water thing downstairs. Why don't you bring up a pitcher or a glass of water and he goes oh no I, I totally get that and i'm with you but um uh it's really for me it's very much about the user interface which is the, the plastic <laughs> bottle is the he's like for he me, likes that, that yeah he's like it, it's important to the to the water process for me. i like that yeah. the user yeah. interface yeah. yes hence the delivery system right it all you mm-hmm. know uh works together so the mallorca yeah um i couldn't remember if it was if the it's a puerto rican place in puerto rico but I couldn't get the nobody. My Spanglish was more; it didn't fit theirs. Like yeah, so I'm not fluent. So we, I couldn't figure out if it was a Spanish thing because I think there's a Mallorca in Spain or Mallorca. There's a Mallorca island. Right. It's an island over there. But I didn't get the vibe that that was. That, I've never been there, so maybe Mallorca has a special dish that's like that there. Maybe, maybe. that it comes from. I, I don't know. So the place is called Mallorca, and the the bread they said was the steak, but they call it Mallorca. Right. On. But that could be like Duncan yeah. from you know. Totally. I mean, but there is an island uh, called Mallorca that's very famous and... True, which I'd heard of. Yeah, beautiful. There is not an island called Duncan or Duncan Donuts Island. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, cousin to Charlie and his chocolate factory. (laughs) So it's different from the way Duncan Donuts calls Duncans. I like how you brought those together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, let's let's get to some questions here, Charlie. Oh, my God. I got to just, you know, nothing crazy. Um, look, let's... Um, Senator, what, I do not recall. What Back in your touring days, what kind of food did you normally eat when Bananas. you would be... <laughs> I'm dead serious. Bananas I, 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 all the time. You have to finish that question. Just, <laughs> just bananas were... What, I mean, why? Um, because the refrigerator was so sketchy on the bus. Uh, and I was with four <laughs> other dudes. And... Uh, we, I didn't like to stop if I was driving. Yeah. And if the, there's five guys and only three of us were allowed to drive. And <laughs> on the, on the big tour with, with ZZ Top, which we were, we were, I was not in ZZ Top, obviously. I was yeah. Yeah. Supporting the, opening. Yeah. And, but there was no, so that was the tour where we were, you know, funded. They were, somebody was paying for us to go. It was not lucrative, but it was covered. Right? Yeah. Anyway, um, so you spent so, all, all the big bucks so in on my the mind, bananas. In my mind, like this is you know this is a good gig, like this is a good tour where I'm not you know you're not the band's not doing everything right. Sure. Anyway, despite that, if if my buddy Craig, who I love to death, was driving, he'd always 
he we would stop and eat if he was driving, and we had to eat Denny's. So I'll expand on the earlier <laughs> abridged, unabridged answer, yeah. uh, abridged answer with the unabridged, which is bananas and Denny's. Yeah, and then casino hotel food, which is we most of the places we played were like Native American casinos. That's hilarious. So bananas, this is very important. Yeah, because like modern day lighthouses, the only thing that's out there in the vast Western United States, in the middle of nowhere, with a light in the middle of the night, is a Walmart, right? So we'd stop. Everybody get like lunchables or whatever stupid yeah. stuff. I wanted something that I didn't have to refrigerate and nobody else was going to eat. So I'd buy a couple of bunches of bananas, put them in the I'm sink. But bunches, I'm like, yeah. I need bunches hanging. Just, like, uh, just put them in the sink and nobody would touch them. And nobody anytime, wanted bananas. I never went. I never felt like I That's was. That's a good strategy, though. Nobody's yeah, going to steal them. Yeah, and I never felt worn out. Like it's just pure potassium you now like totally um, so if, anytime i felt like i needed a snack or was going to drive or was mid driving at one of your bandmates was just like on this potassium rage just like right. all of a sudden one night just went through all your bananas yeah. you wake up there's just peels everywhere like well when we had the flat tire on like, the trailer dude, I, I just i, I just picked potassium. up the, i just picked up the trailer with my hands because yeah. i was so potassium <laughs> roided out <laughs> dude how'd you do that i was potassium bananas dude. I was tasked. B a n a n a s. I was tasked out okay. of my board on potassium. All right. Well, I like that. Um, well, okay. Well, th- this is a, a nice pivot here. So, when you're recording music, what kind of food do you like to eat? You know, or you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, Have you eaten some bad stuff, or you eating. changed, or you if know? I'm if I'm one of the hired guys, like a player, yeah, then I eat light. You know. Light-ish, because it's easy to get like the caved-in syndrome or the the trapped-in syndrome where you're in a cave for a week together. Totally. So you kind of want to rage eat or depression <laughs> eat or boredom eat. If it's not your Just time on deck. Donuts and ice cream and, yeah. and pizza at the same time. If you're not time. on deck playing an instrument, then you're kind of hanging around or singing or whatever it is you do. So you're hanging around and waiting for your thing. So you could boredom eat. You could, you know, whatever. But you don't want to be like all full That's and true. No, no blood in your head because it's all yeah. in your belly. So I'll eat generally kind of light, higher protein, but not. I'm not a freak that way. Like I'll either not bother with it, yeah, or I'll eat um, whatever everybody else is having. So there's not a big discussion. Totally. That's another thing. That's another thing. All that said, as you know from coming to my place, yeah, down the street is this place that used its old name was Vietnam Poblano. Okay. And. When it was that, I like it's, that name the, it's, it's the same thing. But when it was that, one of my buddies told me, he's like, hey, look, that pl-. he goes, you ever been in that place by your studio? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, he's not a musician or anything. He's like, yeah, he just knew my studio was there. Yeah. And he goes, uh, you got to try it. It's like, get a bond me, like a pork belly bond me. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember this place? Right. Yes. So he's like, that place by your studio has, um, it's on this top 100 places to eat in the country. Like, five years ago or four years wow. ago. Yeah. So I didn't know that. So when had the pork belly bond me, that's the food that I got every time at the studio without fail after that. Anybody that was coming there, I turned them on to it. They love it. Just, you can't have a bad meal if you're recording because it can ruin you. Right. Right. Like if right. you, and you can't really experiment too much either well, because like, it, like the risk of it going bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, Let's take a risk on uh, JoJo's down the street. I hear they do good mm. Italian Asian blend. You know, you're like, right. uh, that's not a good idea right now. Let's go with the tried and true. Right. You know what? What's going to get me through, but not be too heavy, so I'm falling right. asleep. The, we we did eat. We took a little bit. Of, it, to me, it didn't seem risky, but the 
we were in North Hollywood, I think, and we there was a food truck that looked pretty dodgy outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are. But, but that, Come on. But that wasn't my fear about it. My fear about it was that it would be some Southern California taco that I didn't like. Totally. Know? Exactly. See, you, know you get something you don't like. I wouldn't and then worry you're about like, germs or That's bacteria. all you're thinking about to your next meal. Yeah. And you're not concentrating on... But, so I, I decided, you know, like, I saw one of them coming out for the guy in front of me, and it was, it looked good, right? So I got, like, two al pastor, and they were delicious, right? So there was no... The only risk of that was not being all overly full. It was, like, the bad yeah. bacteria from the bad food truck. But it turned out to be great. But um, generally, if I'm doing a lot of playing or singing or whatever... I just Keep it light, right? Snack, yeah. Eat some almonds. Yeah. Keep um, it light. And I'm terrible about drinking water, so... Um, me too. Try not to just like load up on a bunch of food that then requires me to drink a bunch of water and whatever. Yeah. Since you've, uh, you know, become a father, right? You know, mm -hmm. that's a big change in life. Um, have you, has it made you start to want to, you know, eat healthier and eat better and oh, think you about that? To. You want to. Yeah. You, you want to do everything better. You know, you want to up your game in every area. But if you're asking about the food experience for me, um, the best thing to imagine is if my wife is out of town and I think that I basically eat their leftover fish sticks and macaroni and cheese. <laughs> that's my brother the, too. My nephew's like, that's Trevor, what my brother eats. Am I right or am I right? right? Like, I mean, it's like <laughs> one less thing to clean up. I'm going to eat all this. And then I don't have. <laughs> it's like cereal and mac and cheese and SpaghettiOs yeah. together. Like, yeah. I mean, um, that's the honest truth. Like I, uh, I'll back clean up on their plate. <laughs> you have a kid's diet, right? Like it's, it's yeah, I eat whatever yeah. my kids don't eat. I mean, we, that's, 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 like, that's, that's not called true. the kid's diet. That's, now that's not true if, if it's not just me and the boys, if my wife's in town, then we'll do, um, it depends on if, if we've waited until I have to go to sleep and that might change or maybe if something has to thaw, we'll wait until they go to sleep. But we, eat, <laughs> um, she's a good cook. So we eat, you know, um, you kind of eat so, dif differently, maybe around. You know, we're not like regular. We're not like Applebee's America, and we're not. Sure, we have a personal chef, America. Of we're, course, you know, of we're course. like, yeah, um, we like good food, and but you definitely think about the choices, you know, and and yeah, for you sure, know, and yeah. that. But at what you haven't always eaten like that, have you? Well, I mean, my my doctor made me eat better. Um, Several years ago, like 2012 or something like that. Yeah. He just told me, like, I'm going to put you on some kind of medication or you got to change your diet completely, you know. And he said, it still may not work in terms of your blood sugars and whatever, but, um, I mean, I'm not diabetic. It's more like fat, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, but I did what he said and it, you know, absolutely worked. It was good for yeah. my blood, good for my body. And I was like, well, it's so easy. Now, the first, uh, I would say 36 hours with no bread, no sugar for me, I love pasta Totally. Bread. I love sandwiches and Dude, tacos, right? Like, all, think of all the things, right? I can't even, ha so, that's half of my meal. That's an 80, 90% of my meals are tacos or sandwiches. Right. Like, no shit. Right. right. The rest is filled with whatever you know why? I get to. Because it's a good, good delivery system and it's good delicious. Delivery system right. and it's delicious and I love it. And yeah. It's why I sold them. I sold sandwiches and tacos. Right. It's why Tortas. I sold them because it's easy and. You can have it all the time. You can prepare it ahead of time. You can, ah, that's got everything you need. It brings it all together. It's portable. It's, it's don't, don't everything. Have to, don't have to have silverware. And sandwiches, including, that to me is a burger as well. Right. When I say a sandwich, um, I, I consider a burger to be a type of sandwich. You know, so oh, for any, sure. Yeah, you yeah. know, any type of sandwich. Yeah, right. Anything between two pieces of bread. 
I'm in. Oh, you yeah, so I don't have a stance on the is a is a taco. I mean, is a uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? But you see that debate online the other day. I mean, yeah, I think it is a sandwich. Basically, right? Yeah. For I think me, it is a. a a it's sandwich. A, it's a tubular sandwich. Yeah, so it's just you, a tubular sandwich, exactly. With maybe a different style of stuff. What you, if uh, if you turned it, right? It just becomes one of those like pita slots. Right. Exactly. Right. So right. I right. mean, right. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's well, what is what is what you put the hot dog in? Is it bread? Yeah, that's a sandwich. Right. Right. right? Like so. So I yeah I I back clean up on the kids' foods. I eat back clean up. I. I, I, I <laughs> I eat kind of what I want. Then, then it turns into, hey, you're going to eat that? No, no, you right. don't want that. You don't want it. You're, oh, like, no, that's, you're like that's convincing the dad, them. That's the dad tax. Yeah. And I tell them. The open, dad I, tax. I tell my boys openly, like, here's <laughs> but your fish. But I'm hungry. Here's your fish sticks. Dad, <laughs> dad tax. Like Godzilla just like, uh, just grabbing their food. I, I love yeah. picturing that. Well, one of my kids will only, <laughs> will only eat a specific brand of, of these tilapia fish sticks, you know, because they're superior. <laughs> It's a neurosis. It's a kid neurosis for him, but but they are superior. Actually, it's probably not even neurosis. He just probably knows they're superior. <laughs> but um, oh, I love man. those. Like I'd, I'd eat those in a heartbeat. I do love good they, fish stick, man. Take me back to being a child. Totally, you know? totally. Some fish sticks, some fish sauce. Oh man, you're cracking me up. Um, okay, let's. Uh, w- w- a couple more questions here. Um, any new music that's out there that you are you excited about that you've heard? Yeah, you I, know, hate this, anything, I hate this uh, kind of question. But I know, I know. It, the only thing worse is the uh, who do you think is in the running for the Grammys this year? Like, totally. I mean, but I wouldn't know that. I don't know who most of those people and are. And I'm not even going to know any of this new music here, but this is for my fans that will. Um, well, I listen to a lot of uh, music from children's movies is what I listen to. Anything like recent? Yeah, anything, any any song stuck out to you recently that you just like, oh yeah. That's, On the radio that's, or like in children, children's yeah, movies? Yeah, children's movies. Uh, I love... I'm just going to go there. I mean, this is not going to be it. exciting for anybody, but I love the music from Coco. That's awesome. Are it's you incredible. kidding? It's incredible. Remember me. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. I like, agree. You know, I mean, Trevor's like, yeah, Trevor's like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, the music, I agree. I mean, yeah, that's Each time you hear a sad guitar, it's, it's a great accent. I, I agree. But I agree with that 100%. I mean, it's amazing, dude. <laughs> it's legit. It's legit. I agree. It's legit. Um, they do it right. So who do who have I been listening to? Any uh, Texas? Anybody like lo- Texan? Any Texas um, groups or artists? No, they're kind of. I go on like these um, sort of benders. Yeah. Of artists, even I'm this way because I have so little time. I'll go on benders with songs, like a specific song. I'll play anytime I get to listen to. Something in the car alone, it's that song, and I want to hear it in this car of ours, and then I want to hear it in the big car of ours. I love that. That's hilarious. So you want I, to hear it in different environments. Yeah, and, that's crazy. And like I got you know monogamous for a few days with um, Twenty Four Frames by Jason Isbell, who's not a Texas guy, but yeah, a genius guy. And he's he's done a great. You know, he's in Drive By Truckers and has his own standout, amazing solo career and material. But that song. For me, is the one, and um, I would just drive and listen to that. You crank it up to eleven. Check it out in my headphones. Check it out in my earbuds. Check, like something oh, I had made. Totally. Because I was dissecting what I was jealous of about that song. I love it's so it. Good. I love it. Um, That's a, is that what is that a good song that draws you in? You 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 wished you had made it. 
Oh, I'm super envious. I will yeah. tell you openly that I think it's just a, a great, it's a perfectly written song. Is there it's, any new in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an unusual way? It doesn't really have like a big bridge. It's not like you yeah. know. It, but it's it's just the craft is super high game. You got to commend him for it. But um, I don't get much time to listen to anything that I'm not working on. Totally. And I think I think we had the same answer on Johnny's podcast because like I, especially now that I've got kids. And all the other work that I do, it's like time is such a premium. And it doesn't make me special or important, but it's just true. So when I, when totally. I have, if I'm having any time to listen to anything, it's that's so, that whole on. same routine of like earbuds, headphones, yeah. monitors in the studio, the Subaru, the Chrysler, yeah, totally. you know, like um, <laughs> I'll do that with stuff that I'm working on. So um, anything exciting you're working on that you want to, that you're like really pumped about right now? I'm super excited. We, we went to Atlanta in early August. And did the follow-up record to Aaron's thing. Yeah. Um, and so I got to co-produce this time. It's with called you. Arlo. Arlo. Right? Arlo. Yeah, yeah. And the, it's being mastered uh, Monday, but I don't know when it's coming out. It's just coming out digitally, you know. Yeah. But it's coming out on this label called Songs of the Architect, which is my friend Brandon and his brother Christian in Atlanta. And they Brandon did the, the keyboard tracks for Aaron's first record that he and I did everything else on. And... When I sent him the tracks remotely, he, the engineer was like, who is this? I'd love, we should have them come record here. And that started this conversation for them to invite us. And they said, we'll put it out on our label and um, you can have whatever role you want. So on this one, I co-produced with Christian and Brandon. That's awesome. And so Aaron and I just got to be like, I love doing everything. Like when I make records like Aaron's other thing and the new Bernardo with you, yeah. it's, it's like, um, I like kind of having the soup to nuts control and an easy, you know, production environment of course but there's also nothing like going and playing as a band with a bunch of great music who are be way better than you totally you know, who you just sit down and track and do a few do a few passes together and it all goes live and you know for the most part that's awesome um and it's super fun and it's great material and did some co-writing with them and with aaron but it's, what kind of style like what kind of you know style can people expect what kind of that's the hardest thing it it's rock you know yeah i mean um it's a little bit rude, so I think. I mean, the thing that I hear from most people from the first album, and there's some carryover from that to this one, is that it sounds like kind of a Texas ELO kind of thing. Okay. Not, not orchestral like that, but yeah. the same. Uh, I get George Harrison, I get Beatles, I get um, ELO, but it's not a Beatles trip kind of record, you know, or sound. Uh, but do you feel it has a Texas sound? Um, in the Maybe the first one, but maybe not, not this one? Yeah, probably. that's Got probably it. accurate. Yeah. That's probably accurate. Um, no, this is a definitely definitely a, uh, a non more mine. So it kind of has a nice yeah. It's just evolved to it's another dense right. Like it's a gone nice another dense, way. Yeah. And stylistically, we kind of gave up some of the like we turned over to like Brandon and Christian and the band. Like when the band went to when the band went into cut, that uh, we just kind of determined let's jam this. You know, we all heard the demo with acoustic guitar, and let's just like chart it out on a piece of paper and see what it sounds like with this group of guys playing together, this group of people. And Dude, how cool is that? It's like they used to do it. And it's like, I've, I mean, I've had plenty of sessions that I love that, that weren't ensemble sessions like that where we did overdubs and I played a bunch of stuff or didn't or whatever. But it's nothing like kind of, you know, learning a song and jamming together on tape. This is like the oldest cliche in recording, but it's just how you, you know, it's like playing a song together and you capture it right. If the players are good enough and, um, sort of free enough and whatever you can have a really cool experience like capture something professionally and um you know high quality 
but not by doing a bunch of overdubbing and fixing the stuff. You just totally, you know? yeah. I mean, that's how you. Every time I've recorded music we do, with you, we do plenty of overdubbing, you know, and fixing, yeah. But, but to catch, the, <laughs> but to catch the spirit of it, you know. You, you've every time I've recorded with you, it's like that. I've always loved it. It's very natural and open, and and you know, you just create an environment that feels safe as an artist, right? Where you can just take it to the limit, yeah. You know, and go with it, and then you get the best of it you know it's like you don't know where it needs to go you're just hoping you'll say you know yeah, uh, yeah. that's good with We're your good, help right with like, your help with some mixture of you guiding and getting out of the way it'll find its right way but yeah it's i mean awesome. I, I think it's awesome trevor's kind of maybe old enough but like used to be before the you know digital revolution studio time was expensive so there's nothing more bum out than totally. like being on the clock and being broke and like trying to record your demo at some angry grumpy engineer's place and 100 i mean i've had great experience with guys like that and terrible experiences with guys like that so it's like um bad recording is a nightmare it's the worst trip like it's, it's just nightmare. a bummer it, it can be if it's too sterile or if the guy didn't have his shit together or yeah. what you know whatever the thing is um i mean it's it's equally bad if the guy like really has his shit together and is a bummer to work with and it looks like an office building you know like the like if you're if you're going to like record an album, you want some vibe and, you know. Are you always going to be honest in the studio? Like, right? Like if, it, if something is not going right, right? Instead of saying, like if there's a bunch of people, is it hard to stop everybody and say, whoa, this doesn't sound good, guys, right? Like it, does that, it, that happens with music, right? Like because the, so, something store, sort of starts to meld together and there's an energy and nobody wants to break it up yeah so but instead of somebody saying this is not working right like this doesn't sound good this doesn't whatever is that is that hard I, for you to no, I, I, found, I found that pretty easy everybody's pretty cool like you're all kind of on the same wavelength somebody's got to do it right you're like, all on the same team doing the same task so yeah. like anybody who feels like nah, you know they just speak up it's not a, i mean my, my experience it's not a big deal or not hard to do but you um it's just part of the thing you're making something together but my my point was like earlier when it was such a bummer because it was expensive, and you had to tolerate yeah, stuff, yeah. and you read these real. You had to be really well rehearsed, you know. Totally. Instead of like writing a song while you're in the studio and letting it be birthed, co-birth with all of you. Yeah. You had to have your business together, you know, rehearsed, which is still a great plan. But if you're trying to have like a really uh, incubative environment, like where things can kind of go a certain way. I mean, a a great example also is the opposite thing where you. So like I had big so one of your songs I had bigger I had really grand like production ideas so I had to make that song really incredible it, was, it starts tonight oh which is a great song um, yeah one of my favorite songs I've ever recorded actually <coughs> listen to that folks see so, for real um, the simplicity of it anyway uh, it's short it's sweet it is short, it's sweet. lovely you sound great on it and so when we were doing that I had these I was like man that's a great song like that's the one. Remember we were planning, I was like, that's on my docket for one of the songs I want to do. And yeah. it I had really big ideas to make it sound lush and beautiful and all these, you know, things you think. But remember, I went in and played the acoustic guitar part yeah. to a click track. Yeah. Uh best I I emulated what I'd heard you play. Which was and shit, then, you it's know. just different. And no, also, I and also, me, my I'm point a shit was, guitar player. But my point was it lets you sing yeah. and not totally get all into that. Yeah. So one take on the guitar, and then you walked in, and you did, I said, go ahead and warm up, and you did this take of that, and I think you stopped fairly quickly, like, uh, to see if I was ready, and I was like, are you ready? 
So we kind of had like a keeper take already. And I think it was the second take you sang in, uh, I think it was bumblebees is the word. And at the end of that word, the way you trailed off, my mind with no feedback from anybody else is like, this is staying exactly like it is. No reverb, no <laughs> nothing, no band, only this guitar and only that vocal. And then Aaron and I will do those harmonies at the... Yeah, totally. Because yeah. you anyway, felt like it would ruin that moment? Is it was, that why? It like sounded, you didn't want to take it, away from that? or Simply, it just sounded... This is how it sounded like it was, it fell out exactly how it was supposed to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the recording, uh, you know, the production of that is it is it's so simple. Our harmonies, um, it, but it, it's awesome, like it sounds dry. amazing, dry. Um, it's beautiful the way it sounds just alone, guitar and vocals. But then all of a sudden, there's I like mean, it's loud 70s harmonies that yeah, come in and out, real but quick. they're beautiful, right? Like the way they crescendo in and out, yeah. Like, and Aaron and I used to practice that song, we used to sing the whole song together, yeah, in, in I remember, harmony. I remember, yeah. That was actually one of the, I think we did it just to challenge ourselves yeah, at the time, yeah, which was, was cool. fun. It was always my favorite one to do in the studio when we'd be jamming and rehearsing and running through a set. You know, we would, that was the one I wanted to do over and over because I like that, like trying to harmonize with somebody the entire time, totally. the whole song. I just right. love that. And we, and at that time it was just guitar too. I don't think we, the drummer would not play. I don't even think the bassist played. I think Aaron just would play guitar. I, on I only ever heard it that way. Yeah, so. totally. But so, so you get these, you know, depending on the environment you're in, the people that you're with, or what the process is, like all the stuff that we did <clears throat> at my place is like, you know, we kind of wrote them in there and arranged them in there. Yeah, so yeah. it's a different, you want it to be iterative and like, yeah. you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And um, Open to discussion sort of thing. Should we have a band? Saying? Should we not yeah. have a band? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and I mean, meaning should we have other instruments or can we maybe we should not drive the song with the guitar maybe it should be a piano same chords and same everything but let's have the main instrument be piano it sounds like, like making food right does this sound like the same thing to you it probably is i don't know enough about making food uh well you've cooked at home you've made a dish right is that how you I've bring made, a song together I, i'm i'm just a little spice a little this a little that yeah and now i've got a dish slash song what am i feeling right now right yeah. like that's same thing the uh the one thing that i have made that I used to give away to family and friends on Christmas was salsa. <laughs> I love it. Jar of salsa. Yeah. Jar salsa. Jar salsa. Thank you. Oh, we got yeah. to There's a lot of ways name, to go. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Jarsa. Uh, Jarsa. Sample, which we may have talked about before. I'm sure we did. We talked about everything. But uh, it's the Sorry. only thing that I cooked with regularity that I took seriously. I love it. Yeah, yeah, right. Like my I blended, salsa. Because so I, I blended um, in the 90s, like early 90s. Yeah, probably 90 or 91 92 the, this guy that I work with we were you know we'd always go eat lunch together and he's a Mexican guy and I'm you know American white dude and he knew all the in Spring Branch yeah there's tons of great Korean any Asian food that you want Mexican food Cuban food you know whatever you want is kind of all over there kind of like Bel Air in Houston Just whatever you want any not any time of day but yeah anyway we'd go to all these little places in the simplest little Hole in the wall Mexican places had these two kind of typically two distinct kind of sauces, like a salsas, like a hot sauce and a salsa. And so we were, you know, discussing the merits one day of like how much, how much do you want this to happen, like this? <laughs> like, do you want it totally minced up? Oh, or, of course. You know, you want it, th yeah, thick and chunky. Or, or do you want like the barely broken puree. up tomatoes with some carrot in there? That kind of, oh, that kind of okay, vibe. some carrot. Uh, so anyway, like, Raul and I were talking I about like one day, that. and I was and I was like, no, my problem, my thing is, I like both these kind of. One is like a fresh, you know, regular 
kind of run of the mill Tex Mex salsa that's um, you know more more table friendly. Would you say? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and the other was this roasted salsa that he did, where he he was Ooh, very particular about. Yeah, we're talking. He would only he'd he'd put the tomatoes in the blender after. He, so you put on the the grill. Um, yes. Your garlic, your tomatoes, your jalapenos, onions maybe onions if you like that. Uh, I would or do, shallots. I would do uh, both uh, roasted onions, or sometimes I'd get the weird um, fiesta, yeah, little minced onion thing, and use that instead. Okay, yeah, yeah. But the roasted is it, the trick is you got to keep them tasting over roasted where everything. Of course. Is. But I love roasted garlic. I you love want char, tomatoes. but you don't want it right. to over. Yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely. You know exactly. So, of course. Um, so I tried to find the sweet spot between his roasted thing with the tomatoes that are barely broken up. Got you it. You know, there's, they're just kind of busted apart. Totally. You know? And then um, blending that with more like a traditional cold, unroasted. Sure. Um, and it ended up being more like the roasted thing, but the tomatoes are busted up more. Yeah. Or um, it was really tasty. The, the closest thing to it, there's a brand. You can buy it at Kroger. It's cheap, like ubiquitous. It's... um. Uh, what is it? Arriba. 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 What kind of pepper did you Medium use? Medium roast. So I, t- I used to pick chili patines out okay. when we were out you know, hunting or in the country back sure. when I would dove hunt, which nice. I don't anymore. But, um, but they were always out there. Like there was always by the you just pick some up. barbed wire fence, there'd be chili patines out there. Nice. So I tried those. That was too hot for most people. Uh, it also didn't add much. Flavor-wise, yeah. so I got to where I would use only a couple of those, but mainly just roasted jalapenos. Perfect. Perfect. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My mom always used, always. Dried, if I make a dried, hotter batch, I put peppers. the in. Totally. Yeah. Always. But always, if I was always. making, like, the batch for me, that'd be the one where I'd put, you know, maybe a couple of chili patines in there. But for me, this never had the payoff, you know. Totally. Like, I don't need those for the recipe at all. Absolutely. Uh, so, hundred percent. You know, onions, lime, jalapeno, garlic, roast basically everything. Um, a lot of salt because I like it salty. Salt, yeah. Any acidity? The tomatoes, if we're so, like, uh, like a not, maybe some lime. Yeah, lime for sure. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you meant like other than that. or the tomato too. Yeah, but, but more of a citrus. Usually lime, uh, and that would be. Obviously not roasted. It's just like mixed in only, yeah. only at the end or if I was going to put it in the, yeah, in the finish cans. It, finish with it. But yeah. and um, Dude, you're making me hungry now. This salt, know, right? What do you think of the salsa we got from this place? It's fine. It was fine. I mean, I'm glad you I know had. You know what? I'm going to try it again. Just me too. Little, yeah, yeah. Let's, a let's, little bit of. of uh, let's have a second date. With there the, we go. A second date. Meet back with the. Uh, Trevor, you just give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down about the taco. What do you think about that taco? Down. Yeah, thumbs down. Trevor, give it a thumbs down. Yep. Okay, Jarv, look, I we're in the say, last... I got to say it's weird for it to have a, we're a, in the a, last a Trevor fi- not talking situation. I love it. Yeah. Look, we're in the last, uh, what I like to call the last call, okay? We're in the last five minutes of the show, mm-hmm. so we're going to do some quick-fire questions, Jarv, okay? Um, where are you going? So, with your mouth full... I'm just now eating. You ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. My mouth full, too. Let's go. Let's do it. You're going on a road trip, and you can only take one album. What is it? Oh, man. Um, it would probably be Hollow Notes Greatest Hits. There you go. Other than a standard guitar pick, name something else you can use. 
What do you mean? Oh, the, to, yeah. play, to play like, guitar? Let's say you didn't have a guitar pick and you got a, what the, what, what, what do you, what have you, have you ever oh, substituted I've, something? Come on. I've cut up a credit card. I've used nickels. I've used whatever. <laughs> nickels? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. I did try that too. Pennies. Yeah. Yeah. It's too, I didn't like that. It was too much on the strings. It's a big object. I didn't, yeah, I yeah. didn't, I didn't, I like credit card or business card or something like that that flopped. Um, okay. Like the scene in Spinal Tap, have you ever gotten lost on your way to the stage? Um, I don't think so. Uh, on the way to a gig? Oh, plenty, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All over the country. All over the country. Like, what, which one did I not get lost yep. on the way? <laughs> yeah, a lot. I've done a lot of those. That's um, hilarious. Haven't done the spinal. I don't, I don't think I've gotten lost on the way to the stage. I never, you know, no. Okay. Uh, name your favorite performance you've given. Favorite performance that you're the I've most given. proud of, you know, like. Oh, a live performance? Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't know, man. Is there one you tell people about all the time? No, because people aren't, people are more interested if you, like the big tour you did, like who who you're out with or whatever. Um, I don't know. I think probably little singer-songwriter shows. um, Back when, so I used to play this guy, Gene Neptune, and he was a great Texas singer-songwriter. But then I started, you know, we did that for a few years, just him and me all the time here in Nashville, Austin, I mean, Houston, Austin, Nashville. And that was really cool because people are listening. You know, like, yeah. And we played listening clubs where people pay attention. And if, if you had a good song, the response was completely fulfilling. But if you didn't, they were honest and it wasn't, you know, there's never like too much show, too totally. much rock and roll. You totally. They um, like that. But singer-songwriter shows, I think, probably. Um, okay, I love that. Um, if you could play any venue in the world, where would it be? Any venue in the world. You know what I'm going to say? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so there's all the fantasy ones that everybody else would say, but I have a vision quest to play Miller Outdoor Theater in Houston, Boom. At, at Herman Park. It's a, Boom. You know, that's where I want to play. That's where you want to cry. I I'm from it. there. I've never played there. I like that. Um, so remind me to tag Miller because they. I think we follow each other on Twitter. Let's get him on the park. Absolutely. Hey, uh, I'm I'm not just about Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> I also am a musician. You know. Uh, name a genre of music you've never worked with that you would love to try. I would love to try. Okay, we got to hurry up on this because I got four more and time's winding down. I don't, I don't know. Um, what do you think? More like I don't, reggae or something. I don't know. No, it would be like an even <laughs> deeper, probably more traditional country. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to save that one for that. What is a song you wish you had written? Twenty Four Frames by Jason Isbell. Got it. I mean, there's probably a hundred John yeah, Pry- totally. John Prine songs, but yeah. This the last two years Most or so, recently. it's been that song. Yeah. Um, if you could play in any band, what band? Like ever? Yeah, ever. You just you could you could genie yourself into the band. Um, I would love to say something you know obvious or easy like the Beatles, but you don't want to be the the off guy in the Beatles. I would probably do something like Boston or Boston. Uh, Hall and Oates. I'd okay. go. I'd probably go Hall and Oates again. I love it. Okay, you got. Um, that, that, that's all we have time for. Last question. Van Halen. Okay, um, I'll go with Van Halen. No, no. Van, I like Van Halen. Oh, man. Good, no, my, no, my band. band with the boys is yeah. going to be Mini Van Halen. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, we're in the last uh, minute of the show. So, okay. Um, we're going to round out the show. Okay, guys. So, remember to subscribe to the podcast on all of the podcast platforms. Okay? So, you know, iTunes, all that stuff. Uh, make sure to check out texasrealfood.com for more info about this podcast. And if you want me and my guests to eat your food and give our opinion, 
reach out to us through the website and maybe we'll make that happen. Um, follow me on Instagram, Patrick Scott Armstrong. I uh, want to thank all the listeners for tuning in and definitely want to thank Trevor for keeping the sound running perfectly. And I especially... T- uh, final thanks is to my very special guest, Eric Jarvis, for coming Pleasure. in and Pleasure. trying these tacos. Um, so thank you so much, man. I hope you had a good time. I did. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you. That's another episode of the Lone Star Plate. We'll see you next time. <laughs>